0: Welcome back to the All Personal Podcast, where we turn the good old saying, nothing personal, just business, upside down, and prove how, in fact, it's all personal. Nothing is just business. Because it's all either intrapersonal, how we manage ourselves, or interpersonal, how we manage our relationships with others both at home and at work. It's all about our personal skills muscles. My guest today is Daniel Tonase, the first fellow Romanian living in Romania that I'm interviewing since I started this podcast. Having worked in the corporate world for 10 years, in banking and finance more specifically, Daniel was always interested in new challenges, in continuously learning and training his skills, and in helping others. He left the corporate world to become an entrepreneur. He had a number of business initiatives and is now a consultant finance educator, writer, blogger, and vlogger, podcaster, and public speaker with an incredible personal and professional transformation journey. So tune in and hear Daniel talk about the aha moment in deciding there is something more that he wanted to do, how he improved his self-awareness, the importance that mindset had in everything that he did and how having wanted to become a military pilot when he was a child influenced his entrepreneurial journey as a grown-up. Are you ready? Here we go. Danielle, welcome to the All Personal Podcast.
1: Hello, Roxana. Thank you for having me and it's a pleasure to talk with you today.
0: Uh, It's a pleasure to have you here as a guest uh, because I know some of your journey so far, but I was thinking introduce yourself a little bit and uh, what your journey has been for our audience today.
1: Okay, so my name is uh, Daniel and uh, I'm an entrepreneur today. There are eight years now in, in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. here in Romania, my, my country, in Bucharest actually, mm-hmm. the, the capital of Romania, and uh, my journey was, um, uh, oh, <laughs> how can I say, it? very interesting. <laughs> I changed a lot in the last ten years in my life, um, also in my personal life and also in my, in my career and. Um, let me tell you something about that. Mm-hmm. So, ten, ten years ago, ten years ago, I was working in corporate banking until 2012. Between 2002 and 2012, it was ten amazing years. I learned a lot. I received a lot of training, mostly in sales and marketing. So my job was to to sell and to attract new clients for the corporate sector, mm-hmm. or mo- mostly selling um, products uh, and services for banking industry, but also in insurances or um, capital markets and others mm-hmm. would be important right now. And uh, in 2012, something came into my life Uh, Something came from within, Mm -hmm. and uh, I decided to to stop that uh, career at the time, and um, to to take some time to discover more about me, who am I, Uh, why am I here, what do I want Mm -hmm. to do with my life. Um, I wasn't wasn't here in Bucharest uh, uh, 10 years ago. Was in, in Buzau, another country, about 100 kilometers away from Bucharest. Mm-hmm. So um, I started to ask myself a lot of questions and to seek some answers. It took me about seven or eight months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I decided to, to move from Buzau to Bucharest, started to meet new people, to attend a lot of events, to read a lot. A lot of, of books. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the time until there. The, the job was very, very stressful. Mm-hmm. and uh, took me a lot of time, uh, also from my personal life. So I, di- I didn't have the necessary time to read some books. So I started to read about the entrepreneurship, about uh, self development, self health, um, a lot of books in this area. Mm-hmm. So it was. A very good moment for me, uh, because uh, after the the movie in Bucharest, I um, I discovered about me some interesting skills. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of them forgotten.
0: <laughs> okay, I like how you say a lot of them forgotten, and we we'll go. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about that. And that's yeah. when you started to go on this entrepreneurial route
1: yeah and uh, i started this entrepreneurial route um together with a friend mm-hmm. um started um we tried some projects in uh, um let's say trainings and uh, public courses about mm-hmm. uh, public speaking non verbal uh, and paraverbal language so some trainings in this area. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we, uh, in the next year, uh, I think around two thousand and fourteen, we tried a project. Some self-development online personal academy, something like this. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was about uh, for for the people who who joined to implement in their life a new a new habit every month Mm -hmm. from meditation to writing to public speaking and for reading, it didn't work. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But these two two projects, um, I learned a lot from them, Um, it changed my my mindset and um, I realized we, we we don't know how to do marketing properly, mm-hmm. and um, we we separated right then. Right then, and um, I started to to write on my on my site, DanielTanas.com, mm-hmm. to write about to financial education. As I told you, ten years in corporate banking, a lot of stuff happened, a lot of life experiences. Um, I I met a lot of of business owners, I learned a lot from them, and um, also in my personal life, I, I had um, a troubled and also interesting relationship with my money.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it
1: was um, a period of, of time when uh, when I earned a lot, and also my expenses were over, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> over mm-hmm. and. Uh, some periods of time, uh, I went um, high into debt, but I recovered and uh, I succeeded in, in settle this stuff in my life. Yeah. So I wanted to, to to give my fellow Romanians some financial education advices. Mm-hmm. And I started to write on as I told you on daniatanasia.com. Mm-hmm. And um, this thing, the writing was was one of my forgotten skills.
0: <laughs> okay, interesting.
1: yeah and, and it, it started to build it started to to grow um, from one people to one hundred to one thousand to ten thousand and so on. And until now in the last four or five years, I succeeded to reach about half a million people.
0: Mm-hmm. who you educate in in finance yeah mm-hmm. so that is what you're doing now currently this it's, is the, the your business right that's
1: now? that's one part of what mm-hmm. i'm doing i'm not doing a lot of things because i i don't believe in, in multitasking on doing 10 things a day and no just uh, two or three of them uh, you have to do it right not is, is not a course of how many things you can do and um, i'm involved in another two businesses mm-hmm. one is uh, Keller media it's a social media marketing company based here in in bucharest romania uh, i'm i i'm a, a partner and also business developer for the company mm-hmm. trying to generate some some leads some important leads for us and also helping my partner alex on um, operational staff, or HR, or financial decisions.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, my personal branding is is there uh, on financial education here in Romania, but mm-hmm. also uh, outside Romania. And uh, writing was one of the ways. After that, it came to blogging, and today, actually, two years ago. I started a podcast.
0: Okay. Which is
1: called Finance FM, Finance if you not mm-hmm. in English. It is the the money frequency. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So your uh, your business right now is social media, finance education, blogging and podcasting.
1: Yeah, mostly Basically. that's it. Mm-hmm. You you can you can add uh, business consultancy.
0: And business, yeah. Business consulting. Yeah. All right. So that's quite a journey right there. And I want to talk about some, some of the key moments for you along this journey, because you said, um, okay, 10 years in corporate banking and those were yep. wonderful years where you learned a lot and you liked what you were doing or what was going on in your career and then something happened. And then let's talk a little bit about that something. So how do you go from having a great corporate career um, in an environment that you like, and then something happens and makes you want to do something else?
1: I, I think it, it, everything is, is about self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And there, there are some, some, some moments, as you said, and and the first one was before i actually quit the the corporate uh, job about i let's say one year before Mm -hmm. i don't know you you wake up in the morning you drink your coffee go to work you and then you you realize something what the heck am i doing here Mm (laughs) It's, it's something that, that comes from within and it, it makes you question yourself, your existence, your um, options, your abilities, your skills, your mindset. Um, I don't know, your wife, if you want. <laughs> yeah. What, what am I doing here today and what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Because as, um, as Brenda Bouchard, says uh, did i live did i matter mm-hmm. did i love so yes. it was something like this also about me and in 2012 was was the first movement like this and also in 2013 to 14 mm-hmm. together with uh, with some friends we went to some courses it's called the silva method mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a technique to reprogram your mind and also some meditation techniques you can achieve yeah, and you can use them to uh, unlock some something in your life mm-hmm. it was a a, a turning point um, it happened in a period when when i started to 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 make a lot of changes in my life from what i eat <laughs> i became <laughs> vegetarian for, for five years after that, oh wow! I started running, mm-hmm. and in about um, two years, um, I ran over ten uh, mountain ma- marathons.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> That's an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> I mean,
0: I you know because we share the the running we share, but I the, the most I ran was half marathons, so. I absolutely, absolutely admire people who can run marathons and not to mention mountain ones that are completely different.
1: You you can also do that, no problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for believing in me.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, I, I believe in people. <laughs> I believe in me, I believe in the others.
0: Yeah, well, that's actually one thing that um, comes across very often. Um, when I talk to people about their personal development journeys and they say that once they became more aware of themselves and who they are and what they want is at that moment, they started to be more aware of other people around them and what makes them do what they do and say what they say.
1: Yeah. and, And for me, How can I say it? It it was a moment of um, enlightenment, if you want. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I wanted to do something in my life, to do something with significance. I want to do something to help other people, a lot of people. And I started to act on this. I think it's important to, to act, to start to act, not to, okay, read some books, go to some events, meet new people, open your mind but the most important thing is to act. Mm-hmm. Ideas, as as Gary Vaynerchuk says, ideas are shit, execution is the game.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think it's all about execution and, and you have to start some, do some things to see how it works, how the market responds on your products or services, how the other perceives you, and to also to optimize and then to, capitalize on that and to uh, to start to do something that, that works for you yeah a lot of things works but not everything works for you and you are responsible to discover what is that thing that works for you
0: so that's exactly what um what I also sort of preach, if you want, uh, when, whenever we talk about mindset is the, that element of action. It's think about it, feel, feel something about it, and then do something about it. But what made you aware of, okay, I have these skills already, because it, it takes a lot, I think, for people to become aware of what they're good at and from there, what they can do with what they're good at.
1: Yeah, it's true. It, it takes a lot. And, and So how
0: was that process for you?
1: It was pretty painful <laughs> at the beginning. At the beginning,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it wasn't you weren't on a beach somewhere and just decided. No, okay.
1: no, it, it wasn't my home, <laughs> <laughs> my neighborhood, my city. No, um, let, let's not let's um, let, let's stay on the reality side.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: It's, uh, it's it's very nice to dream. Uh, it's okay to dream. But reality, in most cases, is is not like (laughs) dreaming. True. So it it was very painful in the beginning. It it took a lot of effort for me um, in terms of of mindset, particularly, Mm -hmm. and also in in controlling emotions. Because we are human beings, uh, we react to different things, but we do, do not actually understand that Life is not what happening to us; it's for us. Yeah. So when you start to realize this, you the pain change, uh, start to to disappear, mm-hmm. and through actions, like let me give you an example. A- another another point, important point. It was the you know, to, to publish a book. Okay. Ninety percent of the people I meet, mm-hmm. they all have a book in them but will never write or publish one. Mm,
0: interesting. They don't, Why? They don't,
1: the, they, don't, they don't have the courage to do that, to mm-hmm. expose themselves, to, um, I don't know, to, to fail, to be judged by the others. A lot of people are afraid of, of all of these things. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what you have to do if you want? Just start to write not necessarily a book start to write on your facebook on your instagram uh, on your blog on comments on other people just start to write just exercise this J- uh, uh, journaling is a mm-hmm. it's an amazing way to start to write and to download if you run from your brain all the informations all the pain all your thoughts or everything you, you can download Be- between our hands and our brain are the uh, the most uh, neuronal neuronal links right between these two so also you can upload informations if you write mm-hmm. if you just type on your <laughs> laptop on, on your phone is not the same thing it's good but it's not the same when you write it's it's something different you can upload easily information in your brain
0: yeah
1: so writing was a was a really interesting stuff in my in my life i um, in high school Mm -hmm. uh, i remember um i i written lyrics for some songs i i was in a rock band (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. So there yeah. you go. Creativity galore. Yeah.
1: But after <laughs> okay. after high school, something happened. I, I went to the Academy of Economic Studies. Uh, then life started.
0: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how did that? That's things. interesting. Yeah. I want to ask you because I was talking to other people who then you know who are in um, a more technical uh, field right now as as yeah. grown ups but who in high school were also uh i don't know in 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 a band or writing stuff or painting or doing creative stuff like that so how was the transition from from that from the rock band and writing lyrics in high school and then the decision to go and study economics
1: yep. It was my parents' decision. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go, do something with your life. Right. Get real. (laughs) Get real.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Actually, at that time, in Romania, as an artist, Mm -hmm. it was pretty difficult. So I understood and and took this path. Mm -hmm. But we are here today in 2020 mm-hmm. and 10 years ago something started within me to to you know to uh, something rolled on in there <laughs> yeah
0: your your creative side maybe
1: exactly uh, my, my creative become. side was roaring at me
0: yeah mm-hmm. come on man
1: <laughs> let's do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i listen to my to my intuition to my internal voice uh, I think it's very important to do that and to allow us to to talk to ourselves in our mind and uh, to to put some actions from our heart. A yeah. leader always talk to the heart of the others, not with, the words are important but not so important. Mm-hmm. You you gotta speak to the other soul in front of you. So that was happened to me also. Yeah, when I understood this everything just just became clearer. Mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting to, to hear you say that. And that's usually uh, from, again, from people that I, I've talked to that comes up a lot, that the, the minute they started to, again, become aware of themselves and understand what makes them function at their best and how they are at their best, and what they would like to do, then it was very clear all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, it's like you, you, look, you look outside of on your window and you see no clouds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when, I, when I started to work on my, on my first book, I, I also started to meet some amazing people I, and um, I asked them, hey, I'm writing a book, it's almost over. It's almost done and uh, here it is. Can you give me a testimonial for, for my book? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said, yes, just yes. Mm-hmm. Like clear sky, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Clear sky. Yes. Uh, um, I, I, I want to organize an event to, to launch my book and I want to use your space. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to, uh, to have a landing page on my site, especially for the book. Can you please uh, help me design it and to put some information, some uh, creative content here? Yes, we can do that. When? Now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Everything became clear. It was, it was a sign or a multitude of signs. Yeah. That, um, and all of them um, spoke to me, said to me, okay, mm-hmm. this is the way. Do it. Go ahead. Push forward.
0: Exactly, and I think it's you know when when you're clear about yourself and what you want to do then your your questions and your ask <laughs> to to others is very clear as well, so um, you you and they reciprocate that kind of clarity back to you so um yeah it's interesting that that you say that and then I wanted to ask you so one thing that I definitely want to ask you is because we talked about high school and what you were doing there, I want to ask, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: <laughs> I, I always uh, wanted to be a military pilot as my father.
0: Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, and he, he, he told me when I was about 17 or 18, he told me, son, this is not the future in our country. Mm-hmm. Is going to economics, law, or mm-hmm. other things. This it, is not something to do here. And he was a visionary. He, mm-hmm. he, he was right. He was right. Mm-hmm. What the, What
0: was it about the the military pilot aspect that attracted you to it? Apart from your father uh, being <laughs> a clear role model to you, but what were? Yeah,
1: them? yeah, yeah. Well, my my father is a role model for me of course, mm-hmm. but I, I guess it's all about adrenaline. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, later, I didn't become a military pilot, but uh, I went into, oh, I, I want to buy a car for me. Mm-hmm. Which car? A sport, sporty one. Aha, uh-huh. so adrenaline is still there. <laughs> and uh, it, it manifested in my life yeah i, I like powerful cars and things like this and mm-hmm. i also drove many cars <laughs> so it was there but i i disciplined myself to not let this thing take me off the road
0: mm-hmm.
1: and everything is under control today of course
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: otherwise we wouldn't talk today maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good for you you did a good job
1: <laughs> yeah and also my father did a great job on me
0: yeah so that and I guess that's uh you know thinking about it maybe discipline is one of the things that comes uh with being a military pilot as well, right I mean, you have to be pretty yeah. really disciplined to be able to do that as a living um, all right, and then I guess it does take a lot of adrenaline to be an entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> you you get a little with, with one thing in mind. Every day something is is breaking. Yeah.
0: so I guess Everything. besides that car, <laughs> you also have yourself. You know, you got yourself a, a yeah. permanent adrenaline booster. <laughs> yeah, becoming exactly an exactly.
1: <laughs> the, to, today my car is, is only doing is only a service. It's taking me from uh-huh. A to B. Right. (laughs) I I don't care how many horsepower it has or I I don't care. (laughs) It's just a tool, it's just a vehicle, and that's all.
0: Yeah. Okay, and you're and
1: you're right. Entrepreneurship Mm is a real adrenaline.
0: So I wanna go back before we start talking about your your current business and what you're doing now, and then a little bit about your um, your drive to educate people about finances. To go back to what you said about writing, that it was a forgotten skill and that you rediscovered it. How, how did you rediscover it? What happened? And then what, what made you realize that this is a skill that you loved?
1: It happened uh, a really interesting thing I, I follow and I'm in love with Robbie Sharma, mm-hmm. the, the author. Yeah. And um, he, he has something like Five Rain Club. Mm-hmm. And he said, after you write, after you wake, wake up in the morning, try this for 90 days, 20 minutes exercising, 20 minutes meditating, and 20 minutes journaling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started to do this, not for 90 days, for a lot long, and in these 20 minutes, I took a code from the internet, a random one, and started to write what I think about that code. Okay. Not on my laptop, not on my phone, just writing. Mm -hmm. And after after a couple of months, I had a book, (laughs) like, yeah, it it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, it came naturally to me to start to write on my blog about my past experiences of mm-hmm. and, um, uh, my experience in the finance field. This is this is my journey into writing and rediscovering writing. So
0: it's so interesting that you did that. So was this kind of exercise that was before you started the self development academy that you were talking about?
1: yeah before
0: because it's so it's basically the same idea of regular practice right do something if you want to be a writer then write every day write something every day right yeah it's this idea of practicing your skills muscles the way i like to call them yeah regularly so that they grow and then you take that skill That you just nurtured and grew, you take that muscle and use it in all of different other aspects of your life as well. Exactly. That's so great to hear because this is exactly what I like to say about our our skills is again, they're like skills muscles. So the more you practice, the more comfortable you will feel when you use that muscle. Yeah, it will stop hurting. (laughs) and you will feel more comfortable using
1: it yeah and we we are creatures of habit yes but you have to discover what is the best for you Mm -hmm. if you want want to see uh, if you're good at writing start writing just do it and after i don't know three months uh, draw a line and see how it is Mm -hmm. you maybe you you are a very good public speaker, so maybe you should speak, put a camera in front of you, and start vlogging. I don't know yeah um, maybe you have a, a, you you have a beautiful voice <laughs> mm-hmm. an amazing one um, a very warm voice. maybe mm-hmm. you should start a podcast mm-hmm. try try this one you, you gotta try everything and see what works for you
0: yeah so this is what you mean by act right it's just start doing the things and try things out but don't try them just once try do them regularly and see what works for you
1: yeah yeah it it could be painful sometimes um maybe i don't know Um, we're talking about ears maybe yeah but what other options are there
0: (laughs) When we go to the gym, we don't expect that we go once and then we're fit and perfectly in shape right it takes time to build those body muscles and have the have to to be in shape right to get in shape
1: yeah it, it takes it takes time and also if you, if you want to to be better and better at at this one you gotta do it probably for life
0: yeah that's because uh, it gives you, you you become a little bit addicted right
1: yeah right
0: so i wanted to ask because you said okay so far we have some some skills that already were strong in you and that you started to to use more and more of and it was that you rediscovered writing and you were disciplined and you also had this drive this adrenaline rush that drove you to do stuff and were pretty creative. And that all helped you maybe try to understand who you were more and become more aware of of yourself. So these were a few of the strong skills muscles that you had. Was there any, any skill that you didn't have in this transition from corporate to entrepreneurial path and that you started to build more of
1: yeah and i guess the the most important one was the mindset mm-hmm. because when you work when you're an employee you don't think like an entrepreneur you don't think like a project manager you don't think like a hr manager you don't think about all all of these things and um, in in a job you you report to someone you are responsible yeah. to someone maybe your team leader maybe your ceo your cfo or whatever in entrepreneurship you report to no one just to you yeah depends it needs a discussion here mm-hmm. uh, other people say you You are actually responsible to the people who listen to you, to the audiences you speak, and so on and so on. So I think that the most important thing to change was the mindset. Right. And it took me some time, I would say three to five years,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: for a complete change. Actually, today, I I just, I I cannot go back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because you, uh, you created new new habits and new ways yeah, of thinking habits. and acting.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I unlocked some limiting beliefs or other things like that. So the mindset is very, very important. So you have to train it every day.
0: So what was the the maybe the most important, as you said, limited belief that you had to just let go of
1: yeah I, I guess the the first one was public speaking mm-hmm. because in, in a job you don't do actually public speaking okay you, you talk to your colleagues to your colleagues your um, uh, managers um, right yeah. you talk in home with your parents or your spouse i don't know you talk with, with a lot of people but you don't actually prepare a speech to deliver to an audience you don't actually prepare a speech for your webinar you don't actually prepare a speech for your podcast you don't actually prepare a speech for your um, tedx appearance mm-hmm. okay so this is so different and public speaking i i you know, um, i had to master it in a way mm-hmm. but also i i didn't want to i don't know let's uh, take some courses like um, uh, go and um, attend some trainings or no uh, at the beginning I, I started on myself just to self-educate on this and try to be authentic So mm-hmm. oh, this is who I am uh, my speak my public speaking is like this so how can I do better and uh, you get to uh, you get to accept and you get to leave your comfort zone and I started to attend some uh, free events mm-hmm. where I can speak. So I started to speak at free events just to train me and to train my mind and my emotions. And my speech started to become better and better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I started blogging. Why? To push myself forward and to speak in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I started to accept interviews and talking to a microphone <laughs> yeah, and all of these things capitalized today now I when when I'm on stage I feel free
0: mm-hmm.
1: or okay I have some natural emotions it's normal to feel of that of course of course but besides this my heart is not starting to pound like mm-hmm. crazy no it, it doesn't happen I am excited but everything now is under control and I can and, and I can deliver my message properly.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the difference between being excited and being scared. Yeah, think, right. Yeah. 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 And I liked how you how you put it that you started to do this, you started to speak at free events, you started blogging, you started to give interviews and all of this, all of the practice that it took to get you to this point where you turned the, the fear into excitement. And I think it's another, I think the, the most important thing that I took from this is that you realized yes, okay, so we do speak to all of these people in our daily life or I'm speaking to all of these people in my daily life, but I don't necessarily prepare a speech for an audience so you kind of realize that you know public speaking okay we do actually speak in public but yeah. not in a structured way so you knew you had to work on structuring your speech and this is what you did
1: yep yeah. I, I think it's a very important one how you yeah. say it how you say uh, it's supposed to top our fear of death. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't, yeah, I like to, <laughs> yeah, I like to mock that because it's one of the, my favorite scenes in, in Seinfeld that people would rather be in the coffin than say the eulogy at a funeral, mm-hmm. which I don't think is necessarily so. I mean, it's it's also about the practice, as you said. It's like realizing, mm-hmm. hey, I do this, and what I need is to work on structuring my speech, yeah. or in working on my voice, or working on my pronunciation, or my body language, or you know, or maybe all of these things.
1: All of these things. All of these things. And I, what I what I wanted to to add to say, we all have some n- natural born abilities or skills. Mm -hmm. all of us but if you want to reach the next level of your life you got to learn and to master new abilities and you have to discipline yourself to learn about this and to put them into practice Mm why am 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 i saying this because when you're an entrepreneur when you create products or services you got to use your natural born abilities or skills and the learned one to create some amazing products or services mm-hmm. for the people to buy these products or services from you. If they don't buy, probably you didn't use your abilities or skills,
0: mm-hmm. or, or not at their best in any or way. Not at their best.
1: So, mm-hmm. uh, why? Because the market always responds you create a product, you sell a product, if the product is not bought, the market responds. So you got to uh, integrate this feedback and to uh, ask yourself, what can I do different? What can I do uh, better next time? Um, is not this the time now for this product and so on and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. It's all about entrepreneurship, of course. But everything is reduced to Habits, skills, mindset, and emotion control.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think it's in the mindset. Maybe we can also include the um, the trial and error bit, which I think is also what you what helped you along the way, as you said, respond to the market with the first two attempts. Uh, in in this entrepreneurial journey where you said, yeah, we tried this, it didn't work. The people didn't like it. The market responded, it didn't work. And then we tried something else and that didn't work. I think being open to this kind of trial and error, which is not necessarily failure, but it's a step, the next step towards what you can do.
1: Exactly, exactly. Trial and error, is. It's a process we actually uh, use here in, in our company. Mm-hmm. You get to try something, you get to collect some data, you have to interpret the data received and to act accordingly. Yeah, exactly. It's the same, it's the same for, for your skills. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some dormant skills, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You have to change the, the context of your life to discover these dormant skills. Mm-hmm. Let me give an example. Um, they say like the best the best deals are are not uh, made in the offices but at the restaurants, right? Yeah. Why? Because you change the medium. You change your 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 senses. You you don't see the same office. You don't see the same doors. You don't see the same people. The smell is different. Yeah. And. Um, The liquid in your glass is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything, all this context will put you in a position to take a different kind of decision than in the office, right? Right. Yeah. You gotta change your context and you gotta change your senses. Mm -hmm. What are you receiving? This is data, is data coming to you from your nose, from your eye, from your data a lot of data are coming mm-hmm. coming to you so how do you interpret this and everything is is in you as it's a new feeling it's a new emotion it's a new uh, thought that leads to another another behavior and another decision and a different result yeah it's exactly. a process yeah
0: mm-hmm. change, th- your,
1: change your life
0: exactly this is it and i think it's it's also what you can what I like to talk about in, in the presentation skills workshops, for instance, is that, you know, like, or when I talk about mindset is, yes, mindset works if you focus on, on the thoughts that you have and you're aware of that, and then you translate that to feelings and actions. But it also works the other way around. Like For instance, when we're sad, our body is very low and we're looking down and just looking up. And straighten up it gives you a different perspective and not that you're going to be happy all of a sudden but it will help you see things differently because it's different looking down from looking up there are two different perspectives
1: you're absolutely right right
0: and i liked what you described because i think it gives almost like a bird's eye view and i could compare it to what you said earlier about becoming a pilot—I <laughs> <laughs> think it's just, you know, looking at things from a different perspective, as if you were a piloting a plane. It's one thing to be on the ground and one thing to look at things from upside down <laughs> or from upwards downwards. Yes,
1: yeah. it, it's the same in photography. Change your angle, and the perspective is yes.
0: different. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about your podcast because we talked a little bit about the about the business. But how did you discover the uh, the podcasting skills? What made you? Because you mentioned the the voice, and maybe yeah, you have a warm voice. Maybe you should start a podcast. What made you start your podcast?
1: I think it it all started with my internal desire to add value in the people's lives so two years ago when i started my podcast here in romania almost no one had a podcast
0: mm-hmm.
1: Just, i don't know five to ten podcasters about two years ago i know in usa or canada or, or western europe there are hundreds and thousands of podcasters but yeah. now um here the information it's um, is coming a little late, and um, I decided to start a podcast because all of my surrounding people, the people from my environment, my close friends, my mother, my father—not really my mother—and said, "You have a beautiful voice."
0: Mm-hmm. Now that's a thing a mom would say, so yeah, I can relate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also my friends and also some um, clients actually. Uh so in my uh, on my uh, channel in youtube on my youtube channel Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: there were some videos okay so uh, the people um, are watching and watching watching what about your voice you have an amazing voice how and i started to ask how can i use my voice so let's start the podcast and i i started a podcast and uh it's true I, i received a lot of feedback and a lot of replies to my uh, emails Mm -hmm. uh, within my my newsletters. So uh, I continued. It it wasn't regularly. I couldn't do it regularly uh, until recently uh, because as I already said, I'm involved in other businesses and I didn't have the time or I didn't have the energy or I couldn't focus on what I want to say. So um, actually... (laughs) <laughs> pretty painful at the beginning <laughs>
0: <laughs> right but that didn't stop you
1: yeah it didn't stop me and uh, today uh, i'm in romania you're in canada and we are talking for a podcast yeah that's
0: uh that's interesting because i understand how you also used the the feedback from the market to start this product that is called your podcast (laughs) because they, I mean, you know using that, okay, you have a a, a great voice what are you going to do about that and then listening to this kind of feedback and thinking, okay, what can I do with that and taking it a step further and putting it into a podcast
1: I always listen to my Mm -hmm. audience, my uh, friends, uh, the people closest to me I always listen to them. It's so important to, to listen from the others. Because mm-hmm. you can say, oh, I'm good at this, I'm great at that, and I'm doing them. continue, okay, next level, next level, next level. But if you if you are not aware of the feedback from other people, it's it's possible to miss something important. Yeah. So I always listen to to feedback and to the other people
0: and i think that's also related to the fact that you started to listen to yourself and that makes it a little bit easier maybe for you to also listen to the others and not miss that important thing that they're saying to you yep Mm -hmm. so i wanted to ask you because we are out of time already and i'm so sorry that we are out of time but I don't want to let you go before I ask you for a thought of wisdom at the end of our conversation. And it can be anything that you want to share with our audience today.
1: I showed you my my personal quote, my my motivation, which is my life is my message from Mahatma Gandhi. I really believe this. I really believe everyone has a message and it's your Responsibility to share it with us and to live a life life with significance and contribution to the others.
0: That's wonderful, and thank you so much for sharing it, and thank you for for being here and sharing your your journey of self discovery and self development, and being such a great guest.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Roxana, and I hope I'm I'm adding value to your audience.
0: For sure. My life is my message. There could have been no better way to end this conversation. Such a powerful statement that suddenly puts everything in perspective. Or in a different perspective because it makes us think about that, doesn't it? What's my message and how am I sharing it with the world? Hmm. That's one of the all personal superpowers we all have. So I'll go think about it and I'll leave you with that as I guess You will probably want to do the same. Until next time.